Hi guys, welcome to another episode of, of Checking Bar. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but this weekend there's some extra pep in my voice. Because it's been a, a very nice game week. It's been, a, it's been an interesting game week. My team kicked off the game week with a brilliant performance versus Villa. I can't lie to you, it was a match I was going in. I wasn't too sure. Chelsea kicked off Saturday with a brilliant win. And, you know, to end it, like all good stories, you must end with... You must go out with a bang. And it was, it was a truly, truly intriguing game at Old Trafford, you know. Liverpool made Manchester United look like schoolboys. It was it was a schoolboy performance by now. If you are listening, you already know what happened. But um, yeah, we have three Man U fans on the podcast today because we had to bring in a special guest for an emergency, emergency, emergency episode. So we get his views. We see his tweets. Uh, online all the time about where man is going, the direction so on and so forth. So, my guy Papa, how are you feeling? How, how's it going? No, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, Thank good. Yeah. Once again, um, commend the good job you guys are doing. Consistently producing, you know, quality content every week. Yeah, I'm a big well. fan of the podcast, as you guys know, and I yeah. listen every week. So. Yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. As well. After my- I my other man, you, you, um, correspondence, Valerie and Koku. How, how are you guys doing? Valerie, you look so distraught. How, how are you? What's on your mind? Shay. I'm not happy, like, I'm very, I'm very, I don't even know what to say. I'm just, I'm sad. I'm very sad. I'm annoyed. So many emotions. Can't believe this in my team. Wow. So you guys know what it feels like, you know. In all, so I, I've known Koku since 2011, about a decade now, and I know when Koku gets quiet, <laughs> it means there's something truly weighing on this man's heart. There is something really oppressing my boy, and I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Koku has that look. He's quiet, so I'm even afraid to ask. But Koku, how are you? <laughs> So I don't think I've spoken since about 12.30 today. Ask my roommates. I've not left the room. Because I've just been sleeping and watching series as Valerie also did because Charlie... It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. We'll get to that. But Mauna, mm-hmm. you know, in contrast to the Man U fans, good game day weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a pretty decent weekend, you know, a calm victory at home. Yeah, just keeping business moving. Everything is ticking very nicely. So, great weekend, great weekend for us, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, where, where should we start? Let's address the elephants in the room. When I saw this fixture, truth be told, due to Oli's past history of getting results in big games, I actually thought Manchester United were going to win this one, particularly when I saw Liverpool starting lineup without Fabinho and Mane. And then, and then you know we watched the game 15 minutes in catastrophe, especially after Bruno missed that chance. So, Papa, I, I want your overall take 
especially in those first 15 minutes where you saw United concede two quick goals. Like, I want you to talk about, like, the shape of the defending, the press and everything. Like, do you feel as though those are those mistakes are down to coaching or it is just pure player error? Um, I'd say it's a combination of both, mm. if I'm being very honest. But mm. um, in recent times, in passes and that only, we've had, you know, shaky, you know, defensive errors. But then when these errors are becoming as consistent as they've become this season, it, it, it lets you know there's something wrong with the structure in place or, you know, the style. Um, Liverpool cutting through us today. I watch if you watch the game against Watford last week, it was the same way. I tried to tell me that like our team should be like Watford, you know, five nil, five nil, back to back, ten, ten nil in the past two games for them. Like, and the goals were there wasn't a good. I were like, okay, you have to raise your hands up. You know, okay. the first goal, what happens? They build to the left. Salah is two on one, and then gives to Keita. Look sure, which was very very poor day. You have to know how to do better. I've seen Van Dijk defend. So on one situations and then he's really, he comes out successful. Um, I think as United fans, we could all agree um, it's been a bad start to the season. We've not had any good performance. We've had some wins, but we've really had the least performance to talk about, to write him about. Apart from that, performances have been bad. So um, I, for a fact, wasn't only in. I mean, wasn't only out, but I, I am now. And um, Interesting you know. said that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's that's... The main talking point, especially after today's game, whether Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should keep his job. You know, just watching the Sky Sports com- um, punditry, you know, Gary Neville and Cody are saying, United just seemed disorganized. There's no press. So, Valerie, what, what, what were your takeaways? You know, before this, you weren't too confident about Ole's men. And now seeing this at home, in front of a full crowd, say Alex Ferguson in the dagger uh, in the stands at home, Cristiano Ronaldo, Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, Sancho. Now, all the players are there. There's no more. We need to buy Sancho. You need to use spend the money. So, Valerie, what are your thoughts? And last week, I predicted that Liverpool win. I didn't think they would be past 5 0 at home. I was like, okay, maybe 2 1. But like like Papa said, I don't think United we've had any convincing like win this season. Like every time I see United play, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, okay, where's the next mistake coming from? Like that's how I feel watching my team. And it's not good for me. It's not good for me. <laughs> like this, I don't I don't remember the last time I didn't finish a United game. Like I was telling the boys off records that I stopped watching at the 38 minutes after Salis first goal. I just went to watch series because, like, I'm like, we are 3 0 down, half, like, in the first half. There's nothing we can't do. Like, <laughs> United. My, I think my problem with this team is we have too many, like, fluctuating performances. Like, the highs and lows are too many. And then you ask, okay, so where do we go from here? Do we spend money? We spend money. We've got some players in. Uh-huh. I think I think the problem is the structure. Like, only has to go. Like, whatever they are trying to do is not working. After a match, after any loss, they'll come and tell you, oh, we'll bounce back. We are learning from our mistakes. Clearly, they are not learning from their mistakes because they are repeating their same mistakes game in, game out. I can list, like, the last three games. Atalanta, Leicester, and um, this game Today. with Liverpool. Mm-hmm. 
Look sure, all the goals. Look sure, I can handle the goals. Like, I don't know if the guy is not fit, he's going through something. Maybe he needs time off. Maybe he's still hangover from the Euros. I don't know. The mm-hmm. Euphoria from the whole Euros. He needs, I don't know. Look sure, it's just not it. And it's very disheartening to watch. Like, you, like, I can't believe Liverpool beat us 5 0. 5 0. At all. At all. Yeah, at let's all. add that. At all. Then you see McTomney and Fred. I don't know. I think in the first half, I think McTomney was playing a bit deeper. Like, this guy is so static. Like, let's, I think it was Jota. Jota, Lindelof has the ball. He's trying to pass the ball. We are trying to play from behind. Lindelof has the ball, trying to pass out. And then Jota cutting in front of McTominay. And the guy is static, so you can't obviously pass to McTominay. Now, he's left Lindelof to do a riskier pass. Either pass it out to Fred or pass it to Maguire and then pass to Shaw, whatever. It's like, I don't know. There's just no unity in the team. There's no cohesiveness. Like, I don't know what structure, what Ole tells them, whatever he's telling them on the training it's not reflecting. You have to hear that. Get down and start again. Like, if not, leave. You are just not up for it. Okay, okay. Before I bring in Koku, let's just, you know, bring in some caution. There's United are still challenging the Champions League. You are top of your group. You know, the, yo, 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 yo. You, are, you are not out of the, the Champions League <laughs> race for next season yet. But on a more serious note, let me bring in Koku here. Before that, so when you guys beat Atalanta, there was a, a very popular video going around uh, on social media with Paul Scholes. He was like, you know, yeah, great for like the fact that you, you came back and everything, but that first half worried worried him because if they played like that against Liverpool, it's going to be bad. And what do you know? Fast forward to 72 hours later, what he said came to pass. And in that whole, you know, analysis, he mentioned how United, there's no structure within their pressing and so on and so forth. Now, Koku, I guess this past week has shown you, like Valerie said, the highs and lows of Manchester United and only system. Against Atalanta, everybody was ecstatic with the comeback. But then against the guy never likes to use like teams that are better than half decent. It seems as though each and every single player is lost. Do you think that that is something that can be rectified over time with Oli, or do you think his time has passed? <laughs> we face pairs, right? Next week. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting. We don't have Carabao Cup, so it's a full mm-hmm. week of training. Yep. If that's best for performance, I've not seen a week of training worth in that performance. Yeah. So it's okay. I think, I mean, I just want what's best for my club. And I yeah. say, if you have to make a decision, yeah. are they going to turn things around fast enough that we can at least make Champions League or win the league? Mm-hmm. Or do you bring someone and hope that they bounce? We need it to show effects. So I've been cracking my brain. I've been cracking my brain. What manager? I don't like to hear Conte's name because it's too drastic a change. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, who in Europe has coached Galacticos before the superstars? I mean, Zidane's name comes Zidane. to my mind. Yes. Only problem with him, he has never coached in the league before. Oh, there will be a period of adjustments. Problem. Don't worry. It's, it's, it's not a problem. Oh. It's not a problem. Like, 
Oh, for... there will always be a period of adjustment. Always. Like, regardless. I don't know. I'm just saying we don't have time. <laughs> time, no day. Maybe, yeah. There'll be a period yeah. of adjustment, but I think the higher the quality of the manager, they'll be able to mitigate. Because, like, right now, yeah, you're not saying Zidane should come in and win the league this season. But, like, you're saying he should come in and, like, help you guys yeah. finish in the top four. Like, guarantee that. Uh-huh. Everything that so one, you will be able to do it. You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's interesting you mentioned that because then I'm, I'm thinking... If that's the objective now at this at this point, can't only them also do that? Hey. Like th- script of script of four. I don't know. It was not supposed to be a top four scripting season. That's I'm confused now. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-huh. I understand definitely, but like take Lampard for instance. Like Lampard season mm-hmm. was supposed to be a st- stage two in like a the next yeah, step, yeah. title bid push sort of thing, but like. Around mm-hmm. December, the wheels started falling off, and then it became a oh, when two who was Get brought in, his remit was top four. If not, you are out. And he was only given like a two-year contract or something like that. So you can you can you can do something similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, as the season evolves, people's priorities change. Like maybe Newcastle at the beginning of the season, their priority would have been oh top ten. Right now is avoid relegation. You know, so mm-hmm. those 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 things happen. Those things happen. Okay, so. I just have a question. Mana, as someone, you witnessed the Tuko effect. Do you think if they get Zidane or in any other manager? Because analyzing this thing, I'm like, yo, if Mana gets in a new manager now and they get that new manager bound, say they are unbeaten in 10 or 12, that means they are right up there. Especially when AFCON comes around. Because Liverpool are going to be gutted. When Afcon comes around, I fear for Liverpool. When Afcon comes around, but are you? Do you think United should make that change? And and Koku also from a business point of view. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it. I like I like this aspect of football because now yeah. it's fun. You've invested heavily in this squad in Oli's quote unquote project. You know, bringing in Ronaldo. Do, 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 do. do you think the next manager you get, or saying you are getting one, it's important that he plays the style of football that will suit these players? Because if another manager comes in, like say a Conte, Conte is going to need quote unquote his kind of players, and that's other money being spent in general. Oh. So, how important is it business wise? That United get the right type of coach. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's why. I'm sure they are there. They are scratching their head. They have no idea, because <laughs> each person you bring in can set a whole new face. Yeah. For that, if you bring Conte, Charlie, he's a very short-term guy, as we seen from, and he easily fights with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Conte, Conte will just, fight with them. Yeah. Board for not giving him play. Yeah. Yeah. Zidane. Like Martial. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of a lot of chop, chop and change. Charlie, I don't know. It's tough. Who can you bring? Who? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, but you see, no to be honest here, mm-hmm. looking at Man United, this thing, what, what happened today is not something that started today. It's been, it's been going on all season, yeah? And unfortunately, not unfortunately, but like, my United's players are good enough to 
like pull something out of nothing. Like I remember the Villa Real game, yeah. That first half, I was absolutely shocked at how Unai Emery was pulling apart the midfield and all. But United eventually won that game because United have the class and all of that. They have great yeah, midfield. Mm-hmm. They are struggling. Like, have you seen? Have you seen the amount of space that Fred and McTominay have to cover on their it's, own? It's just not it's possible. Ridiculous. It's just not possible. And ridiculous. You see, the 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 point. I think we made this point last week, and then. I heard school say today that he said anytime like Greenwood and Bruno try and press, they are cheating because they know very well that they will not get that ball. But they are pressing so it looks like, oh, they are doing something. And then the rest of the team is just in disarray because someone just passes the ball to the left or passes the ball to the right. Like the press is ineffective. I don't know. I'm trying to find out if they got someone like this, even like someone like Thomas Frank from Brentford. I can guarantee you that they'll be a lot better structured. They might not be the prettiest oh, yeah. sort of team, but everybody you know, okay, these are the spaces. This is how close I have to be to this man. This is how we press as a team. This is how we press together. And that's what we need right now. It looks like there's been a we've gotten away from the fundamental parts of the game. And that's yeah. shocking. I'm not yeah. and I'm I'm trying to understand yeah. who's what what exactly is going on. Because these guys have been here for two years. We've not been this bad. So sadly this season. Everything is like, it's like they are new to the coaching system. Okay. And I'm, I don't understand. What, I don't understand why. I think it's like a drastic change. I'm trying to understand why it's a change. So drastic change. to say this, but do you feel as though the problem may be Ronaldo? Because you never used to press from the front. No, 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 no. Because you have a 36 year old. He can't oh. get about like he used okay. to. I think Ronaldo. Mm. Ronaldo is. Ronaldo is part of the problem in that, like, he's playing in the team, of course. And so you can pick holes at the fact that, like, he doesn't press. But for me, this thing has been, it might not have been this grave, but it's been there, like, const- like you can go back to results like the 6-1 against Spurs, results like two seasons ago. Yeah, it's the been there, thing. but then he'll bounce back, you know, you have a run of, like, three games. Or something. It's just now, it's come, like, back to back to back to back to back. And then everybody's like, hey, why, what's going on, sort of thing. Well, it's really interesting. Okay. I think... I think I was reading. Mm-hmm. I was reading. Um, apparently, that Villarreal Europa League defeat, mm-hmm. they say hit the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They said that for the la- they said for the next two weeks they were all locked. Only, 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 only barely said the word. They said he looked like a ghost. And I think, I think he might, they might be depressed. And they just take it to now the other side of the game. Mm-hmm. I think Charlie that mm-hmm. defeat was it. It knocked us. It knocked. So even I was very sad. It was supposed mm. to be the, the catalyst. The next step, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the catalyst. And now, like, Charlie, I don't know. I okay. don't know. Papa pa- and Valerie, <laughs> I have a question for you. So yeah. your next two games in the league, uh, um, your next two Spares games in the league, Spurs and City. Uh, Say, <laughs> I have a question. Say you beat Spurs. Because Spurs are, Spurs are rubbish, to be honest. Say you beat Spurs. They are rubbish, but at the moment, at the moment, yeah. are we better than Spurs? I don't think we so. We have two questions. Say only pulls right? off his magic. You beat Spurs. You, you, you respectable draw with Man City. Is everything <laughs> Man City okay? Are, Man City are going to thump us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Will everything be okay then? Or do you think... It's time to pull the plug. Like, are you certain that like there's no bouncing back from this? 
And also, because, mind you, after he lost 6-1 and stuff, you went on quite a, an amazing run, you know? Right. You know? They went back my, to the basics. Yeah, now you have seen... Because, you see, my, my thing is, back. the reason why I'm never too quick to give up on Oli is, although he makes mistakes, unlike other coaches, he learns from them. Do you understand? Slowly. Very slowly, but he does. My point is that, like, yeah. if that mm-hmm. if that run should have started, the problem is that I like, should have started a long time, like maybe two three games ago. Mm. But now we have we have too many false dons. That's my problem. Mm. Too many. Yeah. Um, guys, by any, yeah. Yeah. One, thing, one wrong. thing you're not mentioning here is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw well, no this has actually been his best start to a Premier League season. Like all the two he has overseen, fourteen points from Which eight games true. has been his best start. I, I yeah. Mean, Imagine so. We start very badly. Yeah, That's the problem think, also. It's similar to last year because last very year we similar. lost three. Uh, we lost three and four, and then we won. We we lost. We went to the run. Like December, um, January or something. No, we lost. We then we lost to Sheffield. Sheffield was our next point we dropped, or we drew our Arsenal or something. Mm. But then one thing Parko is not taking into like this last season, you know. We didn't have the training camp, or I say training camp. Training, American, American. Mm-hmm. Pre-season, you know, we went to the season, we were very rusty. Mm. But after the international break, we were able to kick on. You know, we had Newcastle, we had PSG, mm-hmm. we lost the game of now, we beat you know, Leipzig. You could see there was something building. Mm. This season, before the international break, we lost to Villa or we drew to Everton. Mm-hmm. Both poor performances. I think we played one the first time when we had Marshall and Cavani and Cole. Mm-hmm. We were playing well, actually. I don't know why it took Cavani off and brought Ronaldo on when we were winning the game. But, I mean, that's his decision. And then, so you're thinking, as a man, I'm thinking, okay, after an international break, I, I think we could start getting something, mm-hmm. you know, things going. Play against Leicester. <laughs> the midfield was just porous. Like, Pogba especially, he was poor. Ah, hey, it's that guy hasn't played well. He hasn't played well since. Pounds. No, it's a good thing. I cannot. No, 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 no. We after can't, we can't. Pogba goes... After Papa that's, finishes, I have a question for Valerie. Uh, sorry, Valerie. That's, that's, my 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 mm-hmm. my general problem. The United fan business. They have this obsession with blaming people. So after mm-hmm. that game, I I put it out on Twitter like, is McFred really the problem? Because <laughs> had McFred played and we lost that game four two to Leicester, everybody would be like, because I'm sure they say McFred, McFred, McFred. Mm-hmm. Fred was in there. Let's play for Brazil. It's even good for him, cry. No one's coming for him. But it's true. Like, hey, so you can see that I did. I understand. It. It's the same thing. I understand what you're saying. So, in, I think the same thing can be flipped the other way. In that, like in a Leicester game, it was not Pogba and Matic's fault that they are being left alone against three other people. You understand? Right. So there's a system. Yes, the double pivot is suffering. Is the system? Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Right, right now, man, we know the coaching is bad. That's one thing nobody's <laughs> going to deny. Right? No, the coaching is bad. Okay, granted. Yeah, currency is horrible. Okay. So, under all this bad coaching, we should lose this game 3-0. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then with the efforts and the silly things the players are doing, which they can control and only can control, we're losing mm-hmm. 5-0. So that's the part that Oli has, and that's the part that the players Oli has played, okay. and the part that the 60, players have 40. to play. Okay. Okay. Exactly. You can't. Yes, you can always blame the manager, but also very, I'm the one who's going to very, They are very naive. Like even just on the point of Shaw and Maguire, you see Mason Mount 
He didn't start like mm-hmm. the fourth, last four or five games. Yep. As Moana said, he's been a bit mm-hmm. fatigued. ETC. Mm-hmm. Alex Telles is there. If sure, that's my only problem with these guys. <laughs> Telles, no, give but... a guy, give him a round of games. Yeah, if sure, that's the problem. Koku, but this point you're raising is another problem. Alex Telles is not going to cut it. He's not going to that's cut it. Let's be very honest. Not even, not even, right not even in terms uh, of like, fitness wise. Like fitness wise, you know, like rotate. Cause the way the way we don't we don't rotate wise in the sense that we rotate all at once, which can't work. You can't rotate guys who have not played together mm. and then let them play. Mm. That's what we did against West Ham. But for example, this match, if you let Shaw set it out, you keep the same the other three guys and you bring Teles in. You have guys who have been playing together and Teles. Yeah, yeah. So it's a safer environment for Teles to come into. That's what has to as yeah, but well, we don't do it. I it's so strange. But yeah, anyway. but that's, that's, that's right in a, in a big picture where you want to bench Shaw for some time. But if you're going to a mm-hmm. game against Liverpool, yeah. you'd want to push Shaw in over Teles, mm-hmm. thinking that Salah is on the form exactly. right now. Oh, yeah. exactly. But definitely, I'm not even... defensive displays you've seen from Teles. Oh, I'm not even mean to say this particular match. But maybe it is Atlanta. I've never seen it happen before. That's my problem. Okay. And I want to see more of it. Like, if people who are not playing regularly face them in with the regulars. But we don't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> I, really, I really like that question for Paul Kofi, but I want to ask the value you one question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to ask you the United people, actually. I just want to say value. Why can't Eric Bailey get a game now that he's fit? And we're seeing what's happening at the back. That's bar. a great question. <laughs> they don't trust him. Paul I'm asking myself the same question. Because, mm-hmm. like, Let's, the Leicester game, we saw Maguire's errors. Then he started... You see, that's my problem with Ole. Ole blatantly said that this guy was not fit, but he doesn't even know why he's starting him. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, fair. He plays. You see all the horrible things he does in that game. Maybe he's your captain. You don't want to bench him. Fine, whatever. Then Atalanta too, they are not compact. Then you go to this Liverpool game, and I think there's a communication problem between Maguire and Lindelof because when I watch this Liverpool game, it's like they like in football you have to communicate. In fact, in sports in general, if you are playing volleyball and the ball is come to you, you shout mine, like leave so that everyone yeah. knows you need the ball. Mm-hmm. Maguire and Lindelof they literally attack the same ball, and then it's like they collide into each other, and then well, that was show, like, was it? No, I think it was, it was Maguire and Lindelof. It wasn't showing and Maguire. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. there's a communication of, like, communicates with each other. I don't, honestly, I don't know why he's, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know why he's not being. Very, very, very valid point. Very valid point. But it's not the first time we see Maguire bump into a United defender mm-hmm. instead of bumping to the other player. Maguire, those guys need their holiday. They need, I, mean, I, was, I was come to say this. This this is the question I was come to ask by the way. Do you feel as though, like, yo, the United players just need a reset? Like, normally, I know Arsenal, when we're going through our crisis, there are a lot of, quote-unquote, player meetings. Like, where, okay, get management out of the equation. Just sometimes, like, just come together, go away, and, like, reset, relax. Like, just, (laughs) yeah, because sometimes, you know, a lot of people, there are jokes that, hey, now they'll come and apologize. I want to see a stop to that. Like, cool, it happened, but let your apology be on the pitch, you know. So, take whatever time you need to 
Because at the end of the day, the fact of the matter is United squad is way too good not to be right up there. I'm sorry. This United team is not losing to Liverpool 5-0 team. That's Arsenal's business. And we are the youngest team in the league. This United team is way better than this. And yes, I think some fault of it is coaching. But like, yo, Paul Scholes said this, or one of them, like, yo, look at the badge on your shirt. You play for Manchester United. Have some pride. And Paul Pogba, Charlie, if I'm a Man fan, I don't see that guy again. Oh. They bring you on for stability. No, no, no. Like, honestly, the drama is too much. Look, you Kofi, are you staying? Kofi, you don't want to sign. Kofi, they did the you, two foot. If nobody serious game like this, the manager puts you on the bench. You are losing four no, no, no. and then that's why he brings you. Of course, you'll be like fired up. And I'm you sure you have to be a professional. Yeah, yeah like I for, for me, yeah, the tackle wasn't like a tackle that was like one out of like petulance or frustration. It was like he was just trying to be aggressive, you know, bring that Maybe fire more. into the game. And unfortunately, he just went over the top and then caught navigator. I don't think it was like a malicious intent sort of thing, or he was just trying to get sent off. I, so I, thank you for that. I, I don't think Pogba has any hand in this this defeat or anything like that. Yeah. VRA. Oh, no, no. So we are seeing decisions where what do you make of that? What do you make of I don't know. Did anyone watch Inter Juventus today? Yeah. Did you see the penalty that yeah, they gave Juve? Yeah, that was <laughs> that we are seeing too much of that now where because obviously now if you go to the screen. Yeah, it means you're changing the decision. If you tell somebody to go and look at the screen, of course, they are they are they are going to change, they're going to change their decision. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've anyway, spoken about a lot we've about money. About Mario at length. Um I, do you guys want to touch on how good Liverpool are or we all Oh yeah, oh they are good, they are good. Mm. Oh, they just continue what they've just, been doing. Can we all agree like yeah. Salah best in the world? One thing, oh, one thing I wanted to really say about Liverpool. Um, when I saw the team news, I was very surprised. But then, because I didn't expect Konate to play. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't expect Milner to play in midfield. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting Nabiketa to play. Fabinho was also missing. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jota in for Mane. I would have, I mean, I was expecting Mane, Firmino and Salah to play. But Jota played mm-hmm. really, really well. He really worried mm-hmm. Wan-Bissaka and Lindelof. So, Kudos to Klopp. Um, the guy, the guy, the guy is good. Are they unbeaten this season, right? Guys, so oh, far, yeah, they are yeah. unbeaten. Yeah, the guy's a serious coach. Yeah. Um, time they lose, and then I mean, Mo Salah. Enough said. You know, the guy is yeah, best player in the world currently. So okay, fantastic. So we've we've touched on Liverpool. I want us to move on, and you know. So let's 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 talk about um, Manchester City for a bit. Just some quick five minutes. I don't know if you guys saw the Brighton game, but Manchester City really outclassed Brighton. And now I need to know, like, just how good is Pep Guardiola? Because. <laughs> Time and time again, I always think, oh, this is the year Guardiola falls off. 
like my man Mourinho did. But yet again, because you know my team played has played Brighton, so I watched the game. I watched how Brighton played. He made them look like small boys. And I, I just look how my my question is how important is coaching in this league? Like, <laughs> do you, do you feel as though like the moment you get a world class manager, you are destined for success in the Premier League, or players have to play 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 more of a role? I think in professional sports, the difference is mm. always coaching because. Mm. I'm, I'm going to tell some story. I went I went for some Christmas... Was it Christmas? No, it was someone's birthday party in like 2016. And I was mm. having some conversation with a guy much older than me. He was telling me that, like, me and you, yeah, we can't really play football. But like, someone at... I think he mentioned Leicester, which was actually very funny. It was like, someone like Jamie Vardy and then Aguero. Like, the difference between them is quite minuscule. It's just like confidence, coaching, and then a little bit of luck here and there. And they can easily win stuff. And then he he told me that oh, I I, I might be surprised. You know, Leicester or something can easily win a league. I was like ah, this guy doesn't know what he's saying. And then Leicester go on and win the league that season. So I mean, I should have, I should have. Right. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. But it was just like one of those interesting conversations that mm. now that you mentioned it, my mind goes back to that. And mm. like a quality, all of these guys can run. All of these guys can pass. They can shoot. Like they can do stuff in training. Like if you see, you're like ah. But you don't see it during a game, and yeah, definitely. It's for me. It's coaching and then confidence. Those are the two things mm. that really help bring out the best in a player. So yeah, coaching, coaching is a very, very important aspect. Anybody can answer this between Liverpool and Manchester City. You know, I, I want to throw in Chelsea there because they are sticking around. But right now, I think those two are class above. When you look at them, who do you have as favorites for the league? Like who who do you think is going to like go mm. on that unbeaten? Mind you, City haven't lost in eight games so far. Oh, Man City are winning the league. No, okay, okay. I don't. My point with Man City is that I was telling Moana mm. like, Charlie, did you see who they brought off the bench? Who they yeah. keep bringing off the like? Yeah, you are just there. Then Charlie, you finish tire seventy fifth minutes. Then you see the Brenner coming on. Sterling Saf was not there. You see, you see Mares coming on. Tyre House, not fair. It's not fair. Kudos to them, though, for their recruitment. Yeah. Outstanding. Because it's been successive years of good recruitment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now it's made a very good squad. So they are very good. The football they play, especially their performances against Man City and PSG. Especially that PSG performance. Total football. Yeah. Although they lost. Total yeah. football. You can see that these guys know what they are doing. Mm. <sighs> I don't know, man. Me, I'm tired. This podcast is for Endam. I'm tired. <laughs> Fuck my dude. Every day, the sports is not nice again. <laughs> I, I'm tired. To answer Paul Kupi's question about mm-hmm. coaching, just to, you know, mm-hmm. coaching is very important. Even let's mm-hmm. look at the, the lower teams, right? Mm-hmm. They have they have styles of play. They have an identity. Let's look at even Burnley like this. They're not a good team. But when you're going to play Burnley, you know what they're going to do. Yeah. Long ball to Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes, and then you hope for something in there. Mm. Brentford, you can see them. They're excited. Even Brighton, yeah, they were outclassed. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that they were outclassed because they don't have the quality of play City. Have. Because Graham Potter, like, when they play their football, they're actually a very interesting watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Losing to yeah. Man City, for one, is nothing bad because they don't have the quality City. 
teaching her. So like coaching is very important and you know, unfortunately, I don't even bring us back to my place, but that's all I see. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very interesting. Like City City are always going to be right up there. But now I want to touch on a few interesting results. I don't know if you guys you see, every year I insult Everton. <laughs> because <laughs> Like, Everton, if I was an Everton <laughs> fan, I'd be so annoyed because it's they are so wishy-washy. They give you so much hope and then halfway through, they are so on it. You don't know what you're getting from Everton yeah. week in, week yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Same as it was like this last season, it seems as though a pattern is repeating. And you see me, ever since Koku mentioned this, I like to look at football as a business. So, Valerie, <laughs> I'm the Everton owner. I've invested. I've invested. I've even seen Europa League. And now, you're telling me that Watford come to our home, promoted Watford, and score five. And score Josh King getting a hat-trick. Like, where do you think the problem lies in Everton? Because, you see, this is my problem. I look at some of their players and I think, rubbish. At the same time, going for it, I'm like, ah, Richarlison is a nice piece. You know, Demari Gray is, is improving. They have nice pieces here and there. My 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 aim is my my question is sorry. If I'm the Everton owner, what do I, I and I go to Benitez? What position do I say that like yo, with everything I've done, you have to get me this position minimum. Otherwise, we are blowing it all. Up. So yeah, just to just briefly on that game, I think football is very poetic because Joshua King was an everything player and yeah. he wasn't getting much time and he comes to score a hat-trick at home, at their home. But I think with everything, you have to look at what their goal is. Where do they want to end? Because I feel like everything are good enough to be in that state-to-eight battle. Like, mm. they have enough players. You can look at the goal Richarlison scored. Like, it was a very good goal. So, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, like, what their goal is, what their plan is. But I feel like everything have enough players to not be losing a 2-1 lead at home to Watford. Like, if I was in charge of everything and I saw this game, obviously, I'm not going to, like, slap Benitez after this. But I'm going to tell him, like, hey, listen, like, this is not what we brought you in for. You guys have to go back to the drawing board, see what happened, what went wrong, and then move on from here. But yeah. Mm, definitely. Like, I, everything uh, I miss. But um, let me bring Papa and Koku in on this. So, you see, this this is the, the, the scary thing. Like, you know, as my fans, that you could get caught in with various managerial changes. Because you see, take it from an Arsenal fan, every managerial appointment is very crucial. It could either move your club forward, you know, a la club, you know, club replacing Rogers, see how they've improved in the next five years. Or if you get it wrong, you are set back another five years, like when a stupid team appointing Emery. So, just to bring it back a bit with the ownership thing. Now that Everton have appointed Benitez and, you know, we see what's going on on and off there. 
How important do you think say only loses his job? How important is getting the next manager right? Like, if you are the Glazers, do you go for long term or do you go for short term? Because with everything, we've seen the shortish long term. See what's happening. They haven't, they've literally not gone anywhere. They've spent 523 million and only to finish at a peak position of eight since the new <laughs> owner has taken over. So let's so, for that guy. Yeah, he has some, some bozos are running the club under him. Exactly. So, <laughs> and that's the same thing with Manu. I was reflecting mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have recently heard. I would recently, I think Manu, <laughs> the structure is bad. People working in the club actually don't know what they are doing. I don't even think we have, I only recently heard that we have hired some data analysts. Tell you, Brentford, they have had data analysts for like five, six years. We are now hiring some to now <laughs> analyze the data. Because now football is, is metric-driven. Yeah. You can get so much insight if you have a functional team. Yeah. I, would, I think we are behind. They are doing the eye right test. The eye test. Yes, <laughs> even our system, 4-2-4. Because that's how we predominantly honestly line up, 4-2-4. If I Fergie timeline up, why are we playing this? Why are we still playing this right now? Fergie, that's what Fergie used to play. And we, I think they are trying to bring back that era. And Charlie, anyway, I don't even know what you're talking about at this point. Let, we are tired. Let's, let's, let's touch. Let's end the podcast. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just touch on a team with, with stable ownership, stable management, stable front office. Let's talk about, you know, the champions of Europe. Ew. That's, that never feels good. Chelsea, yeah, yeah. 7-0 victors against championship side uh, Norwich City. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you make of... Look, Chelsea's depth is underrated, you know. I saw a lot of players, you know, Loftus-Cheek, Hudson-Odoi, you know, players I wouldn't really consider Team A, Kovacic, and they still dispatched Norwich 7. Mawena, just how... Con- and, Mind you, they end the game week on top of the table. So, Marina, will you be attending Chelsea's title parade in May? <laughs> oh. Hopefully, there will be a title parade. As for whether it's this Premier League title or, you know, the Champions League or FA Cup, whatever it is. Hopefully, there will be one. I don't know about the Premier League because I think Man City are favorites. But I was I was really impressed with the, with the team, you know. Anytime there's like a 12 o'clock, 12.30 kickoff after a Wednesday night Champions League game, I, I'm I'm always scared because those games, if you face an opponent that's like on it, they will they will really worry you. But one thing that I really applaud the team for was like the application. From minutes one, they're like, okay, we are going to kill this game in the first half. And 15 minutes, 20 minutes in, two goals, and then the points were secured. So really... Nice. Really, really great. Really great. <laughs> it's, it's nice to see that you have people who know what they are doing. <laughs> really. Let him finish. Really, really great. Really great. Um, really great game from from the boys. Um, Kovacic is one player that I also want to really single out. I think this season, unfortunately, he has been. I think he's 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 in the best form of his career at Chelsea some of the passes he's been he's been given to people this 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 season have been have been really really good that the assist for Hudson Odoi was an amazing pass he gave one to Lukaku against Aston Villa as well but 
yeah, the the team as a whole is doing well. You know, Chaloba is becoming more confident, getting into it. Reese James back from his ankle injury with a goal. Ben Chihuahua as well. You know, he's now he's now been able to push um, Alonso back out of the team. And just to come back to your point about you know the Shaw Tellers whole debate, when I remember Kohu asked me if like Chihuahua was injured, and the answer that Tuku gave was basically. Chilwell is mentally tired. Like, he went to the Euros. Yeah, he didn't play any game, but he's just mentally tired and he can't play football to the best of his ability right now. So Alonso was playing games, you know. Alonso was playing well. But now, see Chilwell. He scored four goals in his last four games from left wing back. So the boys are doing well. Hopefully, this continues. Yeah. Okay, so let's move from... No, it's actually have a question about no, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Why are they persisting... That their manager <laughs> in the Premier League. With I mean, I understand Africa. maybe he said he maybe it's a championship, championship pep, but, but when he comes to the Premier, it's no, it's no good. Like why? That's I don't know. I think I know he'll probably go down this season and he'll probably come up next season. And one of these seasons, they'll be able to put a team together. You know that will stay in the Premier League they, for more they, than they one won't. season. They won't. Oh, I think they will. I think they will. I think they will. Eventually they will. Let me tell you. I think they will. Their owners are content. You see, the owners they have is, they they are just there to come and watch games on match day, be it (laughs) Premier League or Championship. (laughs) It's not an ownership with a plan. Yeah, because if you can keep getting us every other year, Premier League money, it's okay for them. I guess they also get the parachute payment. So like, if yeah. you get relegated from the Premier League, it's three seasons before you stop getting that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe if they fall out of those three seasons, then that's when like some change will happen. But from now, so like, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. They are owners are Yahoo boys. Anyway, let's move from the nice part of London to N17 and N5. I want to start with Tottenham Hospital. Mm. They are also like Everton. You see, teams that are wishy-washy really annoying me. It's because... It's like, make your mind up. Either you're good or you're bad. You know, last week, Spurs, good performance versus Newcastle. This week, you know, decent decent game versus West Ham. Few chances here and there. Kings. They were unlucky. Yeah, you, some would call them unlucky, but at the end of the day, they lost. Yeah. And I don't know. They're kind of, they're kind of, I think they yeah. just, they just met a team that been with their manager for longer, so... But, you, you see, you see here, yeah. here's my, my issue, bro. West Ham played in Europe. You know, and every time they play in the Europe, also league, play. Oh, but that's cap. <laughs> <laughs> but they lost, huh? Oh, but you're... you're, you're, you're yeah, they lost to test. But I don't know. Nuno should persist because it's the second time. I think now he's established that 4 2 3 one Yeah. We put in Dombele number 10, mm-hmm. Skip mm-hmm. and Hoiberg in the midfield. Mm-hmm. You should continue doing it. I think he has found it's something. At least, it works. Yeah, it, it works. works. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. But on West Ham do, mm-hmm. they are good. When I see Moyes, I'm like, oh, Charlie, you... Bring, if Moyes <laughs> came back, I mean, I'll take it. To be honest, I think at he was sacked bring... too early. Oh, they set him up to fail. Yeah. Uh, Charlie... Yeah, the chosen one was so much pressure. But, um, Papa and Valerie, just to get your... your since your team plays Spurs... Next weekend, away at the Amazon Prime Arena. Um, <laughs> do you feel like 
do Spurs worry you? Because take it from me, I, I think Spurs also have a very porous midfield. And, you know, the attack has some quality in it. But going into that game, are, are you confident? Do you, do you think you guys can get a result? I feel like you should. Papa, you can go for it. Well, you can go. Okay, Spurs. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Anyways, with Spurs, I feel like this game is a must-win game. Like, I don't care how we get the results. We have to win that game. But, yes, they are two chorus midfields. But I maybe I feel like on the day, it'll, be, it'll come down to maybe who wants to win the game more, mm. or which midfield is up for it on the day. Mm-hmm. Because... We've seen the problems with my all the midfield combinations in my team. And you never know, Ndombele on that day can just give us a, a problem. So I don't know. And then, I mean, Son came more to an extent I do so. I, I'm, I have a sneaky feeling that we will win, but <laughs> Why are you getting this feelings wrong? United, they put you in a position where you can you can never count on them. Like you just can't count on them because we'll be needing two one in the eighty ninth minute. It'll be four minutes extra time, and Spurs can go on and win that game. Like literally, that's what can happen. But we'll see what happens. Papa, over to you. To be very honest with you, I think. If Ole is still in charge for that game, I do think we'll lose the game. No, but... So, yes, 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 then. I, 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 huh? No, sir, I, I go ahead. Think be gone, I think he'll be gone on Tuesday. I personally think he'll be gone on Tuesday. Really? Okay. Like, no, I think if we lost to Liverpool 1-0, 3 2 one 3 one 3 that would be okay. But the manner in which we lost, do you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping, you know, Hoku knows for time I've been praying for this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um obviously we want to go in there, stamp our foot on the game. Spurs aren't as good as you know Liverpool or City, but the way we are playing right now, I'd even be worried if we reach Watford. <laughs> yeah, the way we're playing right now, I'll be worried if we play Watford even. Look how they played on the weekend, they scored five goals. You know what I'm saying? And Everton's defense is definitely better than ours right hey. now. So it's not A, it's a fact. It's not A. Like, so it's, it's hard. As a United fan, it's hard for me to tell you that we'll lose the game and give you a scoreline or something. It's, I can't just, you know. But being realistic, all his record against Nuno isn't good as well. If especially mm. if Nuno sets up to pack the bus, mm. we're going to we're going to struggle. It's just going to you know how when when I came here, he said yeah, first fifteen minutes three 0 and I was chilling watching the game. You know, we've not we've not had a game like that this season. That's why I thought it must be nice because every day mm. I feel that your heart is here, you're 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 praying and hoping that you know like win. So I'm gonna go two two. I'm being very proud with you. Okay, you know, well, just just be- just before we touch on the predictions for next week. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they said that uh, United were title favorites, and you know that. 
And they send a certain team from Arsenal relegation candidates. You get some fitting Leicester. Hot. Hot. But yeah, just to touch upon, I need to know, like, as an Arsenal fan, I know what I make of my team, but what do you guys, like, what what are the, the opposing fans thinking? Like, when you see Arsenal, especially... You know, after we, 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 we beat Villa, I mean, convincingly, I would say we, that was one of our better performances this season. Do you think it's starting to go in the right direction? Or, in other words, was it a good Arsenal performance or a very bad Villa performance? Um, I can go. I think mm-hmm. this 4-4-2 at is playing works. I think because... Obama Young and Lacazette yeah. really complement each other. So mm. it looks nice. It looks yeah. nice. But then also one other thing I'll say about Arsenal is Arsenal have a very young and team. talented yeah. team. And I think under right guidance. Not just not just the coach, but like players as well. Like if mm. you have like commanding players as well who have mixed into this team, I think it'll be fine. And I just think, yeah, Villa were a bit that means guy. You, you have a mistake in him. Yep. Like he's very, very, very shaky. But I think it was a it was a convincing victory from Arsenal. Like you guys see. I think for me, what we're seeing from Arsenal is continuity in the team, and uh, you know, Ateta. Learning from a lot of mistakes he committed, he made last season. They did start well, but I mean, Villa to were poor on the day. You'd expect more from Villa after they, I mean, they came to the trap they gave it to us. So I was expecting them to give it to you as well. <laughs> but you guys played well, but I don't know. Last now, I, I still know you guys will, will do your regular stuff, you know, December, January time. So I'm not bothered. You know, I, it's, it's funny, you know. You can, I know for you, for you, there is a time to celebrate because these are the standards you have set for yourself. So that's fine. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Enjoy. I mean, it was, it was half and half. Yeah, that's a safe. Yeah, I think fast enough. Fast, you guys just need to get used to one week is like this, one week yeah, is not. Because Charlie, your coaching Ateta is fairly new, and my thing is that like he might envision something on the training ground. Try it in game, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Cause the other people in the pep, he tried all the things, Barcelona B mm-hmm. and whatever. And Charlie, when you saw it didn't work, he didn't do it again. But now our coaches are having to do it in game. Yeah, yeah. I'm hard though. In game, <laughs> Premier League, you go and lose five nil. So that's the problem. So I tell me, it was a nice. I was shocked. I was at work. I was streaming the match. I was shocked that Arsenal were winning that game. But Arsenal Villa, I was a bit shocked from them. By yeah, that performance, also, I was shocked. But uh, Oba is firing again, party is going. Yeah, the things to be happy about. <laughs> things to be happy about. Yeah. Saka is good. Saka is good. Man, I also want to. Man, I also want to hear you praise us. Let's keep it coming. Oh, I mean, as for us now, I think I when <clears throat> at the end of like their tough run of fixtures, I was like, you know, just give them time. Once everyone is fit. The first team right. comes back, like, they'll be fine. Then they'll be the people they are expected to beat. I'm not expecting us now to go to, like, the Etihad and play, like, champagne football and win 2-1 or 2-0, of course. Like, 
they are not there yet. <laughs> Hopefully, in like a few years or something, like that they'll 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 get there. Yes. Um, <laughs> Next season. <laughs> but yeah, they they are. See, this is where the problem is. They are, they are decent. The only thing I'll say is Aston Aston Villa. I. Yeah, I, I'm worried for them. I. I really am. I I don't know what it is. Um, I guess what are they playing that back that that's a the back three. Yeah, the back uh-huh. three. So you see, here's the thing: they play the back three against Chelsea, yeah, and mm-hmm. every, like everyone give them so much plaudits for how they played against Chelsea. But yeah. you guys have to remember Saul's debut. You have to add that tax into it because the guy <laughs> gave them like four chances. Charles, the guy features in that day. He has, he has touched ball for like 60 minutes since against Aston Villa again. <laughs> that guy is suffering. But well, he has not played again. Because now Loftus Cheek and Yeah, they are all ahead of him. Oh, ahead of him. Yeah. yeah. And I think that sort of gave them like a false... Yeah, sure, they were good. But it gives them like a false sense of security that, okay, yeah, that this back three is something works, like we can, yeah. we can... We can... Because Aston Villa as a side, yeah, one of their hallmarks is the width that they get from like I guess they are fullbacks slash wingers. Mm-hmm. But against Arsenal, those guys were tracking um Saka and I, I think it was Smith who was playing. Yeah, Emma Smith yeah. They were tracking Saka and oh Smith so far back. And then Watkins and Ings were so they were just isolated up top and couldn't really do much. Um yeah, I and then Buendia, my God. That guy had it. It's good we him. didn't sign that guy. He, hey, he, hello. He had, he had, <laughs> oh. he had, he had, I think it's probably one of those things where like, he knew Arsenal were interested in him. He wants to Aston Villa. So it's like, okay, let me try hard and show, you know, these he guys. Sucks. But then it didn't work. I'm sure he's, he's, he's a, he's a talented player. He'll, he'll bounce he sucks. back. But... No, he's not good. Oh no, he he's, good, he's good, he's good, he's good. And he'll this is my back. time to talk. Thank you. Um, Thank you, accurate timekeeper. Emil Smith Kaka, Nuno Tavares, Carlos, Bukayo, Bukayo Bale, Albert Sambilokonga, Albert Sambilokonga, remember the fucking name. Last week you were saying Sambilokonga does not play football. I know. It's a lie. That's how It's a lie. Albert Sambilokonga, look. Right now, and you know what I call this Arsenal team? Project 2024. 2024, we go unbeaten again. Unbeaten again. Hey, look. 20 look. years from when you're last time. Yeah, you see the poetry. You see the poetry. I mean, if you draw 38 see. games, you can still be unbeaten. <laughs> Chelsea. You really get it. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say this. I'm still not a fan of Arteta like that because, yeah, he tried a new formation and it worked, but I think that God's honest truth with Arsenal is like a game like this Leicester game could be very long for us because Brendan Rodgers is tactically superior to Arteta. My thing is Arsenal are good in the games where Arteta is able to coach up to his level, but when he's our class, it's bad for us. My thing is, my joy is for once, Tierney goes out of the squad and our backup is decent. Duba, we don't have to play Saka left back. Or oh, Jacques. Yeah, or Jacques or something like that. Or oh, Exactly. Smith Rowe is going into... And I want to shout out Gabriel and Benjamin White. 
That's the best interracial duo since Rush Hour. The best. <laughs> the best interracial duo since Rush Hour. Hey, and Tomiyasu. Tommy, ah! Look, let me not lie. This year will be fit, and I'm excited. I can't believe it. Like, I'm so happy that we can finish fit. It's very respectable for us because we are the youngest team in the league. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's my tag for everything now. We are the youngest team in the league, so we are bound to make mistakes. No, yeah, but I'm happy. So, I'm happy though that you've realized that if you mm, finish fit, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right. Yeah. Catapults. No catapults. Yeah. No dreams. It's a step. The next yeah. is you buy some other guys yeah. try to finish yeah, fourth. Then we, ah, you see, this is what I was calling for, and that, and we play the youth. Free the youth, and we are going in the right direction. And that brings so me to predictions. So Lester, are you? Are you mm-hmm. going to be? Because I saw the Lester slowly coming back. Because that brand yeah, for game, they played well. I mean, we could have gone anywhere, but like to you know hold through and win. Yeah, good for them. Are I you? Are you how? They mm-hmm. found something special in passing Daka, Yenacho, and yeah. Um, yeah. Madison. Just just watch yep. those three. Yeah, they, they are good. Yep. I want to say, um, to be honest, all jokes aside, since we're doing predictions for next week, we are the earliest kickoff, Aston Leicester. I'm afraid because, man, Leicester's midfield is quality on the right day. Tillemans, Charlie, I don't know why he doesn't get the praise. Like, bro, the guy's good. Cool. He's very good. Mm. Tillemans, mm. Sumari, they could cause Arsenal trouble. Like, Arsenal. If you put a very decent midfield up against them, you cause them trouble because they don't like to get down and dirty. Leicester have two black men in their midfield. It, it can be long for us now. <laughs> so, honestly, this game, I'm, I'm a bit scared. I want to say if everything goes away, we can come away from the king power with a point. Like, I, I'd really take that. So, like, I'm going for, like, a 1-1. One, one. You know, just come away from the king power with the points, right? I'm not going to say, oh, we're going to win. I think a point would be a very decent result. Because Brendan Rodgers has shown that, like, yo, he has Mika Atete's number on, you know, more than one occasion. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say score draw. One, one. Yeah, you guys have the same points. The fact that Leicester can now even enter top four next week is shocking mm-hmm. to me. Hmm. It'll be tough. If, if that's not when I'll be very shocked. I'll be impressed, yeah, but I'll be same. shocked. Yeah. I feel like you guys will lose like 2 1, maybe. Yeah. I, you could. I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a tough, very, 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 very hard game. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Mana. Uh, okay. Oh, I just mentioned one this name. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards Leicester. I'm leaning towards Leicester. But Arsenal. Was it last season that Aston went to the Kim Park? Did you guys win at the Kim Park last season? Yeah, yeah. 3-1. Yeah, but yeah. They, yeah, they did. Their team had bare injuries. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Leicester. I think Leicester. I think Leicester. I think Leicester. Okay. But it's be a close for this, For the sake of time, Papa and Valerie, I'll give you guys two different games. And obviously, we'll, we'll end with the, the Manu Spurs prediction. Everybody will get that. Let's let's go with the title favorites. Interesting game. Liverpool versus Brighton at Anfield. Do you think Potter's men and his system can can you know give Klopp and Quay a run for their money? Or do you think it's easy pickings for Salah and Co? 
Um, I think it'll be like the city game where it's mm. just you have better, mm. better players. I, I'm tipping Liverpool. Mm. Liverpool win. Mm. Yeah. Three, three, one. Four nil. Same thing. <laughs> Four nil. <Liverpool. laughs> no love, yeah. no, no love for Graham Potter's men there. Okay, the, very good team. The champions come up against, uh, you know, Patrick Vieira and his Crystal Palace team, which are very decent. Like Crystal Palace are better than they were last season. Do you guys think, you know? Crystal Palace can spring a surprise or Manchester City. They have quality in certain areas of the field, or do you just think they'll be outclassed? It's at the Etihad, but... I know. I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. Oh. going to go 2-2. Two, two. Mm. I do think Palace can give them a round for their money. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like, I like to go odd results mm. here and there sometimes. Okay. Hopefully. Oh, it's going to be those six new games as well. That Chelsea getting this easy Newcastle. <laughs> Man, so, yeah. Chelsea Newcastle. I mean, it's at St James, by the way. There's, to be honest, there's no easy game in the Premier League. Um, please, please, all, please, please. All, all of them are tough. It's just some, some are tougher than others. Um, but hopefully, we can. Hopefully, we can get. A, a solid result. I'm I'm also wary of this game because you know anytime a manager is changed, there's always the proverbial yeah, managerial bounce, bounce and bounce, yeah. hopefully they don't get a new manager in before this game. But we'll see. Alright, and everybody gets a, a, a shout at this one. Arguably the game of the week. Who knows? Maybe Oli will still be in charge, but. I want two results from you. The results if Oli is still the coach and the results if Oli is not the coach. Spurs versus Manchester United. I can start. Man, you beat Spurs. I'm going to go 2-0 United. United. That's if Oli is the coach. If Oli is not the coach. Wow. I think, I think, I think it might be a draw. I think it might be a draw. Because um, both teams, both teams will want to win that game, you know. Spurs, mm. they they had like a run of like three straight wins that was punctuated by this loss to West Ham. So they'll be coming out hot. And then United will also want to right the wrongs of today. So I think I think it might be a draw. So definitely have goals in it because neither team can keep clean sheets at this point in time. Um yeah. yeah, so maybe two two one one, something like that. Yeah, I mean, we have a week to prepare for it and a week to rest. Hopefully they use the week well. I don't know. I remember because our performance last season. That's one of our best performances in a while. Like that day we we're playing some silky football. That's why like this coaching stuff is shocking me. I don't know. Because you have seen when things go right, mm-hmm. it's nice. We've played some us some outstanding football every now and then. But I don't know. My man, you fans, you guys are you guys are quiet too. Are they? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you so to me? I'm where you want to go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like. 
we have to win this game. And I don't think we will not concede in that. So I'm going to one to United. Hmm. Yeah. So Paul Gubi said two things. He said, with Ole as the manager, we're going to lose that game 4 2. Oh. Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. 4 2. Oh, yes. And if, if he's gone, we can beat them 2 0. 4 2. Oh. Everybody's going in there. Everybody just, you see the chances. They, they're not scoring well, these. Like, maybe at the start of the season. That's the chance that he missed. 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 That's the chance that he you remember how you guys played at the Etihad, where we were expecting Man United last season, where you were expecting Man United to be like KG. Then United came out, first minute, boom, penalty, goal. Sec- 10 minutes later, boom, 2 0. I think they wanted to, you know, like shock Liverpool. But you can't play a basketball game versus Liverpool, Charlie. They will, they will rip you apart, yeah. Anyway. I mean, it will be interesting to see what happens next weekend. We're only going to social be in charge. Oh, he'll be in charge. He'll be in charge. Yeah, I think he'll be in charge. Oh, that guy, he's not going anywhere. No, because, okay, Pakofi. I think, I think he's going Pakofi, by Tuesday. Let me ask you this or question. Wednesday. You are not going to bring a new manager in to come and collect L's from possibly Spurs, um, City, Atlanta, Chelsea coming up. Like, there's, there's, there's no point. But man, at the same time, can you risk losing those matches and falling behind? I'd say the the only one that could sack him is if like the Champions League qualification from the group is in jeopardy. But if they go through, which right now they are top, so I think they'll definitely go through. The Premier League, there's more games ahead. Everything can be salvaged. So I don't think they'll pull the trigger now, no. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see Will Chelsea still continue their great run of form? Will Liverpool and City continue to outclass the league? Will Arteta's men slowly but surely, the youngest squad in the league, continue to outplay their age? (laughs) You know, it's, 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 it's just another chapter in the amazing story that is the Premier League. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Before we go, you know, our guest has this fantastic YouTube channel. You know, I'm all for promoting Ghanaian football content. They do predictions. I'll let him plug that in right now. Papa, you have the floor. You want to share anything? Get some subscribers. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess you guys know um, I do my YouTube to be football channel. Um, it's, it's, it's going okay. You know, this content thing is not easy, but, you know, when you're dedicated and you're trying to be consistent, you have to sacrifice. That's mm-hmm. that's what that's what I would say. Yep. So, um, if you haven't about it, please just um give my page a look on you go try our videos. Mm-hmm. I like to know your thoughts, comments, whether positive or negative things you think could do better. That's why I feel like I like being critiqued mm-hmm. to hear I could do better. So you know, go subscribe, tell your friends, share for me. Some Ghanaian football go somewhere. You see, he wants to deliver you know elite contents, ball like Pep with flair so on and so forth but it's been another fantastic episode remember hashtag checking var you know share tweets and who knows maybe the next time we come to you there may be a dramatic shift in the red half of manchester you know we'll find out later but yeah thank you so much for listening my you fans
you know, going to this week with, with, with him, you know, don't be down hearted. You can do it. And yeah, have a, have a great week. We'll see you next week.